up a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Host Tanzan, Maggie, and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and die-hard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.19, What Unicorn? Where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. November. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 26. Dresden sprints to the summer and winter mothers. Mothers and him agree to go quid pro quo for answers to their questions. Dresden makes the connection that Aurora is responsible for the loss of the summer night's mantle. Just when he attempts to leave, he is ambushed by Grum and Elaine. So this is what I brought up last time about how, like, if every, all these other things, you know, we've got, what, what does he say right here? He's got heaven, hell, Olympias, Elysium, Tartarus, Kahana, you name it. It's all part of the never-never, right? Yeah. So this is yeah, like, okay. but he does qualify it in theory. Yeah, he does say, and before that, he's like, um, it's a shadow world, a magical realm, and its substance is as mutable as thought. It has a lot of names like the other side of the next world, and it contains within it just about any kind of spirit realm. Just so therefore, back. okay, but that therefore that does not negate what they were, right? Because that still allows them to build their own thing up there. Because it didn't say it was in the Never Never or it was a part of the Never Never or that it has to be. He just says just about any spirit realm. So there you go. Maybe this. Well, I think that the key part of what you just said there, though, is that its substance is as mutable as thought, which basically just opens it up to everything you can think of, which there's no limits on it. That too. So yes, it opens it up to any bit. Her point was that Leah said, this isn't the never-never. And she's like, but everywhere is in the never-never. Yeah. So I think this is maybe where they're talking about these other realms or anything. This I get, it's just like, it just seems insane to me that like, you know, the the fairies can be like, whoa, whoa heaven, hell, Elysium, sure we got that. But like, but this our place super is special <laughs> battleground, we're not putting it in your gross, disgusting never-never. <laughs> we're we're going to shit elsewhere. Our whole yeah, entire yeah, exactly. realm. Is not in our Although, backyard. Well, but maybe that's a fair point. They're like, we're not going to blow up fucking fairies. That's like where our realms exist. We're going to make this completely outside thing that doesn't exist. We're going to make this imaginary place that's neither here nor there. Exactly. And then if we fucked it up, maybe only Chicago suffers. We're fine. (laughs) I like it. So he gives us a little bit about blah, 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 what it is and how he's getting there. And it doesn't really have any weather, but it has its own weather. I'm like, okay, Dresden. But yes, finally, he does draw closer to the lights. 
and turns out to be a pair of lit windows in a cottage that stood by itself on a slight rise of the ground. So these got big stone obelisks the size of coffins. <laughs> some fallen, some cracks, some upright, scattered loose rings. There's more, the raven again and all of this. And um, he gets like this crawly shivery sensation as soon as he starts approaching. You are heavily within fairy land. You are heavily within fairyland. <laughs> and he's like, I can just, yeah, exactly, start start to, to feel it. Yes, yeah, so he gets to the cottage, starts getting the shivers. So he already figures he's deep in the heart of it just because of the scents. And then he gets all shivery sensation and flush crawly when he gets up to the door. Um, and the door's got a heavy weathered <laughs> wood and a snowflake symbol on it. So he figures... Mother Winter. Right. There's, yeah, there's like this sort of lovely juxtaposition because it's not only you've got that represented, representation with the weathered wood, like, and then, and the, then the, there's the, the snowflake, as you're saying, but there's also this mildew and fresh baked bread smell. So it does represent both of them yeah, quite nicely. But he doesn't twig to that right away. He just sees the snowflake and he's like, okay, so this must be Mother Winter's place or whatever, right? And, you know, again, if she's anything like Mab, she'd have the kind of power that would give any wizard the creeps. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is what he says. He says kind of that, that whole, that aura, that... Because he does say that the mothers are like uh, an order... That their power is like an order of magnitude above even that of the twin, twin, twi- twins? The queens. They are sisters. And, well, <laughs> and the queens just about fried his puny mortal brain looking at what they were getting up to so now he's getting to the mothers so he's like yeah even like through the door on the outside i can like feel their pressure coming out or their their magical aura or whatever coming off like body heat only you know i'm like i'm way the fuck out here i should tangible presence tangible presence yeah so already he's like oh one wrong step and then what did elaine say you know they could like annihilate you with their thoughts or whatever right so so, and then the head, he goes and knocks yeah. and gets the melodramatic. <laughs> yeah. Hammer fil- films, a whisper of rusty hinges. I did look up Hammer Films Productions. It's a, it's a British film company at, that specializes in gothic horror and fantasy. You've probably heard of a few of them. Uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, The Mummy. I've heard of Yeah, fair it's enough. Good. But yeah, that, that very classic, like... <laughs> well, okay, so for me, I've never been able to picture this as, any, as anything other than, like, Hansel and Gretel. Like, oh, I don't have a I candy like house, okay. but I'm otherwise very Hansel and Gretel. Like, this is the old, hey, come little children, like, just climb into my oven, it'll all be fine. I can totally I, see that now that you say that. To a large degree, yes, that has always been my sort of, not so much with M- Mother Summer, but the Mother Winter one is definitely the more scarier old crone witch-like, right? Mother Summer to me is a bit more like your, you know, little plump grandma or whatever, like a <laughs> Molly Weasley in grandma form or something. Or I'm scared right. of the both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, she can be, but again, she presents so much more normal and sweet and that wholesome, oh, wholesome yeah. right? The baked bread and the whatever. Whereas, yeah, Granny is, and again, right, that very, that very, very fairy tale little stone cottage with a thatched roof in the middle of a forest somewhere is, yes, aside from the candy, like you say, very kind of Hansel and Gretel or yeah. 
yeah, whatever I, I, villainy. I like how it does go back and forth between that that body warmth description, which is that sort of summer part, and then the the, the inaccessibility of stone and wood, like the the, the winter part. Like, the, but both feeling that at the exact same time against each against each other. Yeah, for each mildew other. and baked bread. Hmm. Yeah. I know that mom doesn't like for most of the books to be like she's like I never want to see this in a movie because they're going to ruin it if they tried to ever like actually quantify a sound or an image or whatever, whatever, whatever. Something, something, right? But for this one especially. Like, I feel like this for me is like the most like movie scene when it's just like very much it's like you're having a conversation with like Mother Summer and everything is just like a nice beautiful clean cottage and then Mother Winter starts working and we're like the dark cavernous like shadows everywhere and it's just like instantly like, like almost spiders like, crawling on the wall well yeah like when like uh, like characters yeah. go through like a roller coaster or something and the light is just going and you're just getting the flash of their bodies like back yeah. and forth and, like that's how I've always got it with Harry just like summer winter summer winter summer and just like happy sad happy sad happy sad like, <laughs> dark light dark light like just very much of this whole like like almost like the Mm, what would what did you just have psyche trauma of like staring at the queens, queens right? Well, it's just a different version of that. Like assault your senses right. a little bit, yes. And I don't picture it quite the same. Very disjointed. I get, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, and that would be like cinematically, visually, a very cool way of doing it with the cutting back and forth from scene to scene. I tend to almost picture it a little bit more like the way they're talking, almost like the two. Because so he does, he gets in, so he gets like, "Come in, boy." Expecting you, which is very much like, yes, come into my inn. <laughs> um, and he goes in and he sees winter furs on the side, and she's dark and she's covered up in blankets by like a, is it a cold fireplace? I can't remember if the blanket on the hearth above the, I can't remember if the fireplace is lit or not. But anyways, but it's, yes. it's decorated with teeth and varying stages of health, decaying and carnivorism. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that carnivorism. <laughs> but um, it doesn't really. I don't think I it actually does it say if it's lit or not. Lit but or she's, not, right. she's but again, wrapped this up is in cold, dark. Yeah. You know, shutters closed, right? Um, and uh, and you know, she's like, "Oh, interesting. Can you feel it?" And he's like, "Uh," and then instantly you realize there's someone else there. Right. Oh. And to me, that sort of way, full race. She's in the. I don't know, living room by the hearth, and whereas in any, you know, kind of flips, like, the door's kind of centered, so, and then on the other side is, like, this warm, homey kitchen, where all of a sudden Mother Summer is there, you know, baking and making tea. Or does it change for wherever, whatever place in the room that they're moving to? You guys ever watch anime, when it's, like, everyone's just, like, chilling, and then someone gets upset, so they go to the corner and start growing mushrooms? It's, like, right now, Summer's (laughs) in control, so it's, like, this is a beautiful cottage, except for Mother Winter's corner, where she just slowly, like, withers and wilts everything within a five-foot range, (laughs) but everything outside of that five-foot range is, like, oh my God, it's summertime, guys. We're having fun. Right? Yeah. Something's more <laughs> like, that. like that. I, I have a question. Uh, okay, so he, it says he stepped across the threshold into the dim cottage. Now, do fairy mothers... Monsters mo- don't get thresholds. Okay, so so no, no, no technical threshold in this case. It's just... No. He's and just saying that as a, an entryway. Yeah, just the threshold of the door, yes. But, but she did also invite him in. But I think it's a little bit just in that kind of a human way. He is aware of the fact that, he, yeah, he's been invited in and he is entering, right? Yes. They don't maybe don't have a um, magical... Psychic threshold. Yeah, like they don't have um, a defense that way. A defense, Right? Yeah. There isn't a consequence to it. But just, you know, in and of itself, it's something to be aware of. Well, you're, just like, yeah, well I was going to say, you're right. still entering the spider's web or whatever, yeah, right. right? So, I mean, and because he makes, I mean, again, like with Aurora and stuff like that, he's like, Tallow specifically invited him in and said, I grant you, however he phrases, like, I gave you guest status under the treaties, right? right? And Aurora's yeah. like, I will offer you food and don't worry, it's just mortal food. It's not 
you know, so I mean, like, yeah, I think that way kind of is seeing it still, but again, it's a little bit more acknowledgement. Kind of an etiquette in a way. Yeah, you have been invited in here. You aren't breaking it in. Yeah, so it probably gives him a little bit more of that guest right and kind of a thing, but yes, he he does say that, and essentially, he's like, monsters don't get thresholds, so that's a nice thing. It's like, you can't come into my house, but fuck out. We can walk into yours anytime we want, bitch. (laughs) But do we really want to? (laughs) Might not really want to, but we can. (laughs) They don't need the threshold because of that. Well, yeah, well, you know, the, the, the trade-off is guest rights, right? Immortals can't really offer guest rights the same way, right? And or would respect it. Threshold. They'd just be like, yeah, just, whatever. You have guest rights. Just kidding. No, mortals totally can. What do you mean? Well, no, mortals, like, they can't... Um, They're not bound to it. Like, regular Joe Schmo doesn't have that. Like, he doesn't know about it, right? Doesn't oh, have, like, like you to me? Yeah, like, like if I was a regular person to, a, like, a vampire, right? I wouldn't know to be going after those, right? But at least I've got a threshold, right? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Magical mortal, sure, but I mean, like, okay, I, th- I thought you meant that, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I can see it in your eye, you are ready to tear me the fuck down. <laughs> no, not, not quite. Listen here, idiot. <laughs> fuck you. Uh-huh. I mean, not quite, but I okay. can see it in your eye, you were building up. <laughs> Explain what you meant by that, moron. I can, uh. <laughs> well, then, speak so. more clearly. <laughs> so, I really like how the mothers speak. Um, they, they speak very much in riddles. They're, they're like the Nostradamus of Chicago wizarding world. You can right. really just read whatever you want into what they say. I was going to say, like, you thought like Mab and Maeve and them were all bad. Right? Well, no, she kind of danced around weird. it. But yeah. yeah. The mothers are ten. Although I love how it's like... They are directing the conversation, but you really can't tell how. Well, yeah, right. So... You know, Winter's all like, can you feel it? And then all of a sudden, Mother's like, because yeah, Harry's like, feel what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, Mother's like, yeah, sure, wow, it's poor child. You know, he's walked a thorny path. Like, stick out your tongue. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> just a random, what? Just, okay. uh, she's like, stick out your tongue. Come on. And, so, and then she's like, yeah, basically, it's like reading tea leaves or something. You know, she's like gaining all this insight or it's whatever. A, about no, it looking sort of at his reminds me a little bit of like the, 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 the old couple in Princess Bride. <laughs> Miracle Max and yeah. his wife. <laughs> I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. But right now I'm not even sure I want to be that anymore. <laughs> because they have a little bit of that back and forth too. Yes. And and, the and this really weird <laughs> Fuck, you can see That's it like now, the right? funniest yeah. cranky uh, allegory <laughs> illusion. <laughs> Old batshit couple. <laughs> it's like Carol Kane and uh, Billy Crystal right here. <laughs> they were great. Which, which one's which? <laughs> That's how I want to see these two. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Crystal, will you please come play Mother Wintock? (laughs) He's he's almost as old now. Oh, God. Just kidding. Love you, Billy Crystal. You're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's getting up there, too, now. So, yes, they are quite this, this. And especially, right, like, Mother Winter is such the old cranky, and and Summer is all like, no, no. This sucks. This is horrible. Everything's going to, well, now. Bad. Yes, it is. But I do like when every time like Mother Summer tries to go off on a rant, Mother Winter's like, "Shut up! Don't get her started. She'll never go on." I'm like, yeah, that's my more version of an old lady. Like, right? Be quiet. We don't want to hear you. Yeah. Nice. Done. Good. I'm so over all of this. Yeah. Um, so this is the weirdest, like you know, crazy fave. Their conversation and shit. It's just it's always really bullshit. interesting. I liked it. <laughs> you know, a lot. they have some points. Like, 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 summer starts sweeping, and winter's like, it's just gonna come back anyways. I'm like, I feel you, winter. <laughs> it's it's like that old joke thing. we were seeing. It's like, you know, it's like you dust, you change the sheets, you wash the dishes. Six months later, you have to do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, 
they're, they're each such other. a nice balance to each other, though. Like, because there's like summer's hopefulness and winter's pessimism. It's just it, yeah. kind of cancels well, each other out. Like, exactly right. Like we just and, talked, and yeah. yeah, we talked about Mav and Tatanga being a perfect yeah. balance. And you've got exactly mother it's and winter well are still maintaining that perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it is well done. Yeah, it's just yeah, got a touch of the old couple thrown in, which just makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Titania and Mav are too busy being like serious and running the world. They're or still like the. Were, uh, it's know. almost like in real life though. It's like you've got the femme fatale and then you've got like the older it's like I don't care anymore I'll say whatever the fuck I want yeah yeah. <laughs> there's no one to impress or intimidate now <laughs> right exactly I don't give a fuck so um so yeah so Harry's totally off his like mm, sure I don't know um and basically they're like okay so you want answers and he's like yes and they're like well you, how do you expect to get them when you don't even know what questions to ask and he's like what do you mean I don't know like I know what questions I want to ask and they're like mm, do you? <laughs> this is like Alice in Wonderland and the Caterpillar yeah right. totally right which I hate I hate Alice in Wonderland <laughs> I hate the Cheshire Cat I don't like any of it <laughs> so this whole conversation for me is just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> This is funny. I'm learning so much about her. It's <laughs> like, you know, it makes sense, but at the same time, oh, I hate Alice in Wonderland. Uh, uh, no, well, that like, moment is pretty original, frustrating. The cartoon, <laughs> the the uh, just any incarnation of it. Pretty. Th- I don't like the story. Just, just the yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's very disjointed. Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So Summer agrees to answer questions in exchange for answers to their questions. So it was like a bit of a barter yeah. thing going on. And again. You'd think he would get this. The whole, right, like, exchange of he knows he can't get shit for free. He knows they're going to. So they're like, we're going to ask you questions. She's like, um, I really don't have time. I didn't come here to get asked questions. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, like, this well, is the foundation of, of the Fae. Like, yeah, quid pro say, quo. What else are you? I'm like, really, this seems like not a bad price. to like Compared to the ones you've got from Maeve and Mab and Leah in the past. Really? This is like, like oh, I didn't answer some of your questions. Okay. Like, again, they're not asking for a hand or an eyeball or, you know, like, already you're way better off. And I'm like, you're already going through all this, like, chit-chat and they're back and forth. I'm like, at this point, that's a, like, That's a pretty you, easy thing to right? give. Like, just do like, it. I get you're running out of time, but, you know, it hasn't been that long since you deemed there was another 15 hours. You lost maybe a couple hours or something. Like, I don't really know. Yes, you're in the never-never. Who knows I was going to say, I was like, yeah, that was never <laughs> but, but there's that. But, you know, at the same time, right? It's just like... Like, again, I'm like, you, you, this is the, like, like, you fucking didn't want to listen to Mab until Mab was just like, mm, why don't you just listen to me? And then he's like, oh, fine, I'll listen to you. And I'm like, you didn't want to listen to Maeve. And Maeve was like, mm, just listen to me. What can it hurt? And he's like, fine, I'll listen to you. And Aurora's like, you know, he's like, I don't have time for this. Fix Elaine and I got to save the world. And she's like, well, just listen to me. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll listen. And I'm like, now you get to the mothers who like actually might have information that you're actually hoping will answer. And you're just like, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> he <laughs> like, is just as consistent. <laughs> I was like, really, Harry? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I'm here to solve crimes, not talk to people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Talking about instant gratification. <laughs> What's it now? It's like, I'm just here for the facts. I don't care about the truth or, you know, whichever thing. <laughs> I'm here for the truth. I don't care about the, the facts. facts. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so their first question that they ask. And actually, they both before ask we them get Tana, to that, oh, yeah, sure. the part that I do actually like about them is being like, you don't even know what you're here to ask for. You don't even know what the fuck you want, which is like, actually, I do think is fair. Because, yeah, this yeah. whole time he's just been like, that, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
She's like, you want answers? And he's like, how can you expect to get them when you don't even know what to ask? And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it'll come up after they, they ask their own questions. But yeah, they're like, so what's your question? And he asks. And he's like, that's not your question, idiot. <laughs> like, fuck, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to be a test. I know, right? It's like, at least you get a chance, you know? It's like... Right. Is that your final answer? Is that your final but question? To be fair to the mothers, to be fair to the mothers, if he'd asked the right questions to Aurora, Maeve, and uh, the mothers, maybe he wouldn't be in this problem to begin with. The queens, yeah. Well, I mean, I, he, did, he, queens, did, he did with Maeve. I mean, you can't get much more straight up than did you kill them? And again, but even then, he didn't, he didn't have to ask her. Just witnessing her being insane was like, yeah, you wouldn't have done this. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fine, that's true. But yeah, <laughs> but he didn't ask the right question. He just didn't bother to wait for an answer in that case. <laughs> Could have asked a different question, though, and have learned even more about something yes. else. Yeah. Point is, okay, continue. Fair. <laughs> so they, they do ask their first question, and, and, and in tandem, as, as creepy as that would be. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> which is more important, the body or the soul? And and Tristan really gives this sort of pol- politician's answer. If, oh well, if, he, if anything, yes and no. like and yeah. it's it's an it's an answer that sort of appeases everybody. Yeah. In, in a way, um, he says that if if it were, if I were sick and old, sick and old and dying, I believe that the soul is more important. And if I were a man about to be burned at the stake in order to preserve his soul, I would believe that the body is more important. And and the mothers seem to sort of approve. Yeah. And they ask they they want to know why. I'm with you though on the politician answer, like. It's not the really mothers are just like you're so smart for saying that. I'm like, no, you're not. Pick a side, idiot. Well, and it's it's almost it's. I think it, they relate to it as it being fairies because fairies never want to answer anything. Yeah, they don't have yeah. a straight fair. up answer either, right? It's all depend. And I mean, like, it's fair because exactly, right? Like as he says, he's like, well, it depends on who's asking the question and it's you know kind of a turn of phrase like i use a lot like well it would depend on and you know like well we're asking and we're asking you right. <laughs> you know like okay well fair, i was trying so. to wonder why why this line of questioning yeah and I, i've got a little bit of a theory and i think it, it sort of emphasizes the sense of duality that's presented in this chapter because there's a lot of one side the other like and and talking heads yeah Talk, yeah and, also- and then there's no actual black and white because they have to coexist and there's not actually, like you say, two sides of the same coin right. or whatever. There's not just a one or the other or... There's no right or wrong between yeah. the mothers. And, and they're, the mothers definitely have this concept down. Yeah, because they been, understand They've been through point. all of this bullshit. It's, it's less of... They're not fighting that daily war that the yeah. queens are. They're, they, they've, they've done it. They've been there. They've, and they've moved on. It's like when you're growing up and you think your parents are so full of shit. And then you have your own kids and they think they know everything. And you're like, <laughs> oh, really? You know everything? Okay, sure. Yeah. And then you start you'll realize how much you don't know that your parents have continued learning on to them. Well, and even, like, you know, back to that chessboard thing where it's like, even if you've got the queens yeah. and they can move wherever the hell they want and they're the most protected piece and blah, 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 whereas the mothers seem to almost be like the pieces are moved and they're just off to the sidelines now. Like, we've played the game and we get it now. Like, right. it, like there is no they're, they're the masters that t- teach how to play chess. Exactly, right? stakes or whatever, yeah. exactly. They're just, like, they're fully just removed like... from the game now and just witnessing this. And even right. to a point, like, we don't get the same sense that they hoard their power or goad it or... Even, like, you know, they're not threatening mass death on the entire world with the amount of power they have. They're right. both just they like, just we don't play this game. Are we what are they just, are now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're definitely polarized sides of the coin. Like, mm-hmm. they are definitely opposites, but they recognize that difference is just different. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. Yeah. It's exactly. not one or the other. Thank you. Well, it's, much, it's much past the enemies of the enemy of thy enemy is my friend, whereas they're both just like, right. at this point, they're just like, all right, complete equals now. There is no. Right. Yeah. 
Like they live in harmony together because exactly. of what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, because I always kind of liked it because I was like, well, exactly. Like that's the way I would feel too. Like, well, yeah, if you're in this situation, then this is going to matter more. If you're in this situation, then this is going to matter more. Oh, and very Hamilton though. Like if you don't pick a side, then what the fuck are you fighting for, right? So it's like very much Harry, like who's yeah. always very much like, this is my position. This is who the fuck I am. Right or wrong, I'm going you to war for this guy, for right? What do you fall for? Exactly. So it's very much this yeah. moment where he's just like, I don't know, for this or this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> and, but at the same time, so there is very much I, do, I get, I get the is, knowledge of it. There is very much his size is like, well, that's a very fair point because you're right. If uh, you're like, you're at the end of the you know, I don't care shit anymore. I'm done. Mm. I'm over. I'm ready to die. No problem. Been there, done that. Take my soul. Good. You can. Yeah. Right. But exactly. If you're literally about to be, you know, martyred for your, you know, you're like, well, I really kind of don't really want to die. Like, I, I just, my body right now is definitely. Right, so it's like part of me kind of like, I don't know that they, they let him, because usually it's like, like, witches, you have to pick one or the other, and he really doesn't. But at the same time, I'm like, well, they gave him that option, because he's like, well, it depends who you ask, right? Because obviously if you ask this person, it's going to be this. And they're like, well, we're asking you. So he's like, okay, well, my answer is this. Right, and he I'm gets picking to both it. sides. <laughs> Why it's important to them, um, this child sees what she does not. It is not in her nature. Um, she is what she is. So, and... and Dresden questions if, if this is Maeve, uh, but I Mab. really think it's Mab. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and why uh, why wouldn't Mab choose somebody that hasn't has a, like an advantage over her view? Like a, she's really smart and powerful, and and but but she is limited by her station, her where she's at in in life right now. She doesn't have the same experience that the mothers do. Yeah, and she's sort of forced into this back and forth battle. And she, I think, she recognizes that that Dresden can see beyond that and the mother is at this point in time see that that she can that, that he can as well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I'm good with that other than the fact that I've read the book and I know who they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with 90% of it, just not the person you think it is. Ah. Everything else I agree, yes. Yeah, because in yeah. your But I mean, yeah, it does have a certain like you say like they are for all the power and whatever that the she have, like you say, there are certain rules that they have to follow and some things that they... Well, you finished it now, too, the, so the, you remember everything. Again. I do, yes. <laughs> you just read Did it. Did I not really? You read it, like, yesterday. Yes. <laughs> okay, but the whole free will... My last two chapters was this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly, the free will. This is the thing that the monsters and the fairies and the whatever, right? So exactly, like, much as they can pick and choose and manipulate things, there is always a certain sort of... Um, boundaries or whatever that they have to work within right that he doesn't but i mean i do just in the immediacy of it too and they're like why did you give that answer and he's like because it's a stupid question <laughs> which is really the part that is more much more hairy and satisfies it's, me a lot more it is a very stupid question yeah like that's <laughs> why i hate alice in wonderland cheshire cat whatever it's very stupid like who cares i guess um but yeah but basically you know he's like it's not as simple and she's like precisely right so that is the whole um, and so, yeah, so this is what he's exactly, they're like, eh, it's not her nature, it's strange times. And he's like, aha, you're talking about Maeve, aren't you? And, like, Winter just laughs at him. <laughs> She's or kind of a quiet wheezing or whatever, but he's like, okay, he's like, well, I answered your question. So he's like, you have to answer mine now, right? And they're like, patience, you still haven't figured out what you want to ask. <laughs> it's like, I like that the fairies can't lie, but they can also, they can technically by omission. Just obfuscate out Just don't arse. answer. Yeah. Like, just don't answer. Yeah, exactly. You can't make them answer. It's just, if they do answer, then it has to be true. <laughs> then it has they just to don't be say anything. some form or another. Yeah, exactly. But that's why typically you get Harry saying it three times, because they try not to. But once it's been three times, then they are much more compelled to be like. <laughs> and then verbal diarrhea. But the actual specifics, speak. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not very smart to be pissing off mothers. So. No. Yeah, no. 
And, and they're really taking, right? Because it's like, she, you know, she takes her bread out of the oven. Now she's pouring tea and making, and he's like, oh, oh my God. Like, let's get on with this. Like, Every conversation so with grandma many- ever. <laughs> like, I have so much to do. He's running at a different pace entirely. <laughs> right. And he's like, okay, patience expired. <laughs> he's like, I got to solve this shit now. It's like, really side note, but my grandmother, her sister looks so much like her, but I never knew her sister growing up. And so, like, one of the first times I ever stayed at my grandma's house when her sister was there, her sister was one in the living room, and I came downstairs and started talking to her, thinking I was talking to my grandma. And I was like, this is the weirdest conversation, because, like, they're very polar opposites. My grandma's, like, not religious at all, doesn't care about God, is very mean and brash and, like, whatever, Abrupt like, go fight for yourself. But her sister is very much, like, we go to church and we pray and we do this and we take care of everyone. And so I was having the weirdest conversation <laughs> of my life with this very nice version of my grandmother. Did I wake up? Is this a dream? Am I twilight yeah. zone? <laughs> and yeah, you're just like, when is this conversation? Conversation like, gonna end. Grandma, like, did you have weird. a stroke? Yeah. Like, should I be calling it? I was like, I gotta go. This is weird. And then stand up, and it's like, oh, there's grandma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what you also get for having the really version Twilight to call zone. every anybody by their like same thing. Like, okay, so when I was a kid, my parents were very much about the you call all adults Mister and Mrs. and whatever, right? And I once had, like, my best friend's mom was like, you can just call us, but I'm like, mm, no, I can't, right? So when my kids were, it was exactly, it's like, everybody just automatically introduced you by your first name. And so even all the kids, and I'm like, for the most part, I didn't really mind. Like, for their actual friends, I'm like, you know what, there was something that always felt a little weird about being called Mrs. or something like that, too, right? Um, but then Jessica fell into, like, this sort of, like, in-between, where she just wasn't comfortable with either. She's like, it's weird to call you Mr. and Mrs., but I can't bite call you by your first name. So she just literally was like, oh, so hey, um, you, um, can I, like, anything she could possibly do to avoid ever saying it. So I'm like, this is I the actually only do the you exact same thing. I totally do. I can't any, stand it. If at any point you'd said grandma, she would have been like, I'm not grandma, but because she just, it's like an ingrained <laughs> automatic thing to just not use a name unless you really, 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 Here's really the thing. I wasn't ever listening, so I never learned anyone's name, so I couldn't call them by their name. <laughs> That's not true, because we had the specific uh, conversation about our, our Dresden double, because his kids called me by my, they called me Maggie all the time, and blah, 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 and you were, like, talking, you're like, yeah, I just, I can't. I just generally will do everything I can. I will, like, wait until I have, like, eye contact so they know I'm talking, because I can't just hey, call Hey, you. Up. Yeah, because she's like, I can't do that, because he wouldn't have responded to that. He didn't really like that, so she's like, as I literally adult, have to wait until I, he looks at me. So I As an adult, I feel very comfortable calling people by their name. Yes, but it was just funny that, you know, even though these were, like, our neighbors and our kids were best friends and we saw each other, like, literally every... We walk into each other's houses all the time. That's really funny. But she could not use any sort of... I get that. Yeah. I totally it's just, get it's that. It's funny. <laughs> he'll look at me one day. So it, <laughs> it's like eventually he'll look at all people, ask my question. I'll wet the couch by then and won't know where the bathroom is, but eventually he'll look at me. <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like if you just said, like, hey, auntie, or hey, ground, it would have solved it right there. <laughs> nope. So Dresden moves on in his, his impatience. Tonight is midsummer. Tonight, the balance begins to tilt back to winter, and Maeve is going to try to use the stone ta- tablet to steal the summer night's mantle for keeps. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, the, the the mothers agree-ish. Uh, so, so tick one in the box for Maeve being up to something. Mm-hmm. I like this, too, because they're like, okay, you're on the right track. You can work clever. So he starts thinking it out. 
And then Winter's like, yeah, keep going. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, you heard me thinking that? And he's like, creepy. So then Cable, I guess I might as well do it out loud. Just a little, little glimmer of what the power they have just is. how much. Just read right your mind. Have, yeah, it's like, just, mm -hmm. it's just out there playing his day. This is why they he's definitely like, know which questions he doesn't know to ask. <laughs> I guess this is, yeah. There's not a thought in your head, sweetie. This is how we know you don't ask, because <laughs> we can see what you're going to ask. And, Darling, you are so of. Yeah, so yeah, so he starts, so yeah, so they're narrowing it down, so what is it? So they're like, the whole, everything is something, you know, whether it's it's theft is left, whether it's food or riches or beauty or whatever. So he kind of figures out, he's like, okay, the only thing that could really be important to them at this point is power. So, again, and it, it makes, like, I love how you throw something, you know, the real world, whatever, right? And he's like, because, again, you're like, well, things can be destroyed or whatever, right? So I'm like, yeah, sure, you can steal something and wreck it and not. But, again, because they are specifically, they've already sort of acknowledged that power is what you're talking about. And they're like, no, you can't destroy power. And your own mage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> already says that, you know, so exactly, sage. right? It's like, sage, sorry, sage. Um, says that you you know it can't be created or destroyed or whatever, right? So it's like, oh, good point, right? So again, it just it's a just a nice way of flipping that on to the yes, maybe, but change. This is something that's still there, but why can't? Where is it gone? What's happened to it, right? And him finally cluing in that there is another night they just can't act or be accessible, or it's you know They're something hidden. that's locked and bound and right. Okay. This is where they they. they they point out Einstein, I think, right? That's what I say. Yeah, this is yeah. the sage. Yeah, they're like your own sage. So right, you can't yes. Okay, because uh, I, I did look at it because Einstein has three theories. Objects in motion at, or at rest remain in the same state unless an external force is imposed on them. This a body is, at rest stays in motion. The body in motion yeah. stays in motion. Yeah, the force acting on an object is equal to the mass of the object uh, multiplied by its acceleration. And for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. So That's Newton. Uh, that's the three theories that he's got. No, that was... Newton is gravity. Newton equal is and opposite reaction. I thought that was him. No, I don't think so. I think that is... But, but, Newton is like thermodynamics or something, too. Yeah. Isn't he plus like the laws of conservation of gravity? Or something? I, I, I don't know. I don't know my... Yeah. yeah, I know Newton got an apple dropped on his head and Einstein stuck his tongue out at the press, so... That's two ways to those, tell them apart. But if you're looking yeah. at those three concepts, the summer night's mantle cannot be destroyed because there's no equal force to be able to impose that kind of change that way. Newton's third law for every action in nature, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Okay, there you go. I guess they just both said it. Fucking scientists. Maybe he guess they can share expanded theories. on it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know enough. Okay, well, I'm also I, right is the well, only thing I care about. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was also like, okay. Newton yes. has gravity and Einstein is E equals MC squared. You know? It's like that's all in theory of relativity. That's all I can, you know, concretely say. That he hated math and like flunked it as a kid. So, sure. Yeah, Einstein did, and then he went on to become a whole. Uh, going back just a tiny little bit, I did like that um, when Dresden asked the mother who killed the mothers who killed the summer night, they, they they were like they basically think he's dumb for it. Like, why would you ask this? This is a dumb question. Who cares? <laughs> right? Uh, Old question. And it sort of shows this maturity and difference between the others that Dresden has asked this question to the mothers. The mothers instead they call him on um, that he's more clever than that, and they push him to examine why and how, which is really reflecting the exact same thing that Murphy Who's asked him. Yes. Figure out the why and the yeah. how and that will give you a better like, idea. This is more important, not what you're wh where you're going. Totally yeah. fair. Like we like it could like anyone could have be have hired to be done it, right? And like we kind of had the conversation where it's like, well it was like clearly could have only been committed by like a queen or a leader or a mother or a knight based off of like just like how clean it was and blah blah blah. But really like at any point 
Yeah, like anyone could have passed the buck, really. Well, I mean, and Dresden says that too, right? Because when he's talking to Bob, he's like, could a wizard have done it? And he's like, well, yes. But, you know, it still would have taken a lot of children. And, you know, and basically Dresden's like, okay, that's way too many in the suspect pool. I can't include, like, every wizard in the world. Mm -hmm. So let's just assume it's internal fairy crap because that makes the most sense right now, right? He's like, I can't. So, I mean, really, yeah, like you say, it could be. But he's basically narrowed it down possibly just partly just out of feasibility but you know it's like if anybody could have done it and everybody's a suspect i ain't never gonna figure this out right so yeah so he has already you know but, that. and yeah he's good and with that he's good with that but exactly right so this is yeah where he's like figured out that exactly like whoever it was that said it is power can be neither you know created or just which is like the whole thing about you know like lightning and electricity and then right it's like you move around but it's not really we don't create it we have to harness it or get you know all that matter and energy is there it's just what you turn it into right Right. whereas you know you turn friction into heat or you turn you know you suck all the heat out and all these things automatically freeze and you know like even harry sometimes does that in his spells you know he's like sucks out all of the water and the thing and all of a sudden this is you know there's nothing left but whatever right so, yeah, I like how it comes down to this whole sort of, again, this is mix of science and magic. And so, like, magic can only do so much, but even then you're not create like, even, you know, he says in his cells, like, well, he doesn't create fire. It doesn't come out of nowhere. He's got to either give his energy into it to make it, or he's okay. got to draw it out of the environment or his emotions or somebody else's emotions or whatever, right? It's like that energy is all there. You get what you've got. So, again, I just like that there's this, you know, mixing of his worlds very much because he does live in the the reality of the existence of our universe, but he also has magic and stuff, so it's just a nice little blending. We're big fans of physics, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's just, right? It's like, you can't have one without the other. They don't, they don't, um, well, that's part of exclude the lore each of the other. Inclu- yeah, exa- yeah, that's, that's what heavily, I mean, right? It's yeah. just, again, just him bringing that and reminding mm-hmm. you that it all, so yeah, so basically he's like, exactly, it's, it's still gotta be there somewhere, it's just now trapped and you can't use it. So then he finally figures out, and he's like, okay, so where does the power go, or how does the power go, or what is the, right? And that's when it finally starts to click and make a little bit more sense, that it can only travel within its own realm. So yeah, it returns to the nearest reflection of itself, so therefore it would have been a lot harder for... It can't just dissipate willy-nilly. It has to go somewhere. Yeah. Specific. Finally, Dresden has his question. Right, so the... Well, yeah, that's what it was. How does the mantle pass on from one night to the other? So has his answer, sorry. Right. So, yeah, has his answer. So that's what he means is when it passes back to the nearest reflection. So then he's like, well, winter couldn't have done it because it's not winter power. It's summer power, which means, what the fuck? Somebody in summer has to be responsible. And that just doesn't make fucking sense. And it can't be the... Mo- like, it- yeah, the so, summer, yeah, summer queen, that it can't be a queen, because otherwise the mothers would know it, where it was there. Yeah. Like, they would know, and they don't. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, yeah, it's like, they probably wouldn't tell me. Like, they wouldn't have led me to the answer if it was them. So that, right? And he's like, again, the queens didn't make sense. Also, no, we, saw that like, whole we saw that whole board with the whole chessboard. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, they wouldn't be moving against each other if one of them... Had the upper hand was, already. Yeah, Matt would be like, you go ahead, sweetheart. You you try and take that table. You just, yeah, yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? Or, or someone would be as like, worried about it. I don't it. fucking need to fight yeah. you because I'm gonna kick your ass and I'm mean, right exactly right. So one just thinks they're calling the others bluff. Yeah, they're but. well. You say they're just checking each other's advance, kind of a thing. Exactly. Hmm. So then he's like, um, okay. So he's like, great, stop him. And they're like, oh yeah, we can't. Just like Leah couldn't bring you here, but Elaine could. It's like. Mm. We're enough out of the game that exactly, it's like, we can't interfere, we can't meddle anymore, we can't, you know, and I'm like, I get it, 
But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like you can say, it's not like, again, you've got this vast power to manipulate the reality of the never, never. And you can, like, pull his thoughts right out of his head. And, like, you can't go, like, you know, send a page or something to to Mab and be like, yeah, (laughs) or Titania or what. And you know what I mean? It's like, really? I feel like you guys have some kind of, you know, insta message that you could really just ding them or something. (laughs) But no. So Dresden sort of goes on this different path of it. The power's gone into a knight, but then he's kind of like, ah, that, that doesn't... He questions the imbalance of that situation, if it had done that. Yeah, which is what's thrown the whole thing out of whack. Yeah. It's exactly that. It didn't bounce back where it was supposed to, and they don't have it, and everybody's running around like chickens with their heads cut off. So, yeah. So, again, he finally narrows it down so that if it wasn't Mab, and it wasn't the mom, well, fuck. Or Mab or Titania or whatever. Then uh, Aurora's the last logical conclusion. Uh, right? Power has been changed in some way or trapped. Yeah. So um, so then they're all like, okay, well, we, we, we judge you're the one to figure all this out. And he's like, eh, if you're strong enough, if you're brave enough. And Dresden's desperately going, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> Trust me. No, you guys, this is totally sounds like it's way more in your ballpark. <laughs> you guys, you got this far. Yeah, he's like, can I just go, like, tell Mab and, like, whatever? And they're like, oh, they're all busy preparing for war. They don't have time to see you now. And he's like, okay, so you tell them. And they're like, nah, no, we can't. Not that simple. We have powers. But again, we're bound within our limits. We can no longer interfere because our time has passed. Can't involve themselves with queens or the ladies. Exactly. It's like, we can crush them like a bug, but we're not allowed to anymore. It was specifically said at the beginning of the book, though, the queen who was, is, and will be. Right? Yes. So it is a little bit more to that point of, like, their time's done. Their time, yes, they don't get to That's be in charge. They don't get to, anymore. They don't get to still, decide they, what they happens. was now. now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? It's it's Mab's the one in charge. Has beans. Has beans. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, well, what can you do? And someone's all like, nothing, which, again, I partially get because someone but I was like, well, you think, again, because it's within your court that you're the only one that should be, but, um, right. but yes, no, it's actually, even though they can't act directly or influence, but Winter has something that can counter, which I guess, I guess that makes sense with the whole balance we're talking about, I suppose. It's just, Summer did something, Winter's gotta undo it. <laughs> and yeah, like, like, Winter says, like, uh, one of my names, like, I am the unraveler, I am the unmaker. Yeah, the destroyer, the unmaker. Yeah. And again, this is because we've kind of forgot about this other thing, the whole thing that, you know, much as we're joking about Dresden and his haircut, but we forget that the whole reason he was in this position and this desperate man at the beginning of the book is he's been trying to figure out a way to save Susan or make something better with Susan or do... That's his whole life goal His right whole now. life goal to the point of exactly his life, his business, his everything is in the toilet. And she just, you know, knits up this little thing and he's like, mm, forgot to tie it off. And she's like, ah, it's not supposed to be. The whole point is that it needs to be unraveled. And he's like, what? And she's like, and he's like, so wait, you're telling me that this can do anything. Any enchantment, any spell, any, 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 anything can be undone. And she's like, yep. This is his golden ticket. And he's like, oh, man. And he's like, is it a gift? And they're like, mm, not really. But, you know, it's yours now. You do whatever you think is right, whatever you want to yeah. do. And, you know, and it's just like, ugh. A gift, right. but not a, uh, not, a, not a gift, but a necessity. Yeah, because he's like, Annie and Jamin? Annie? And they're like, Annie? And he's like, I mean, I could use this? And they're like, you could, emissary. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, business-related, because I'd really much rather use it for my own purposes. Right. But, yes. Yeah, and then they sort of basically say that they're unable to help any further after handing off the, the unraveling. Which, to be fair, they've done more than anyone else in the entire okay. book. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, they the answer answers you can actually yeah. get. And they actually gave him something to do something with. 
So, yeah. And not a bad price to pay is just answers. Really? Like, exactly. Of everything done. he'll pay for every book from now on. I was going to say, of, of every <laughs> encounter yeah. he's ever had. It's the cheapest yeah. bargain he's ever made. Mm-hmm. Or will. And, yeah, cut the most out of it. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, so they like, give okay. them the blessings, and and Dresden apologizes for any harm to their unicorn. What unicorn? What this mm. absolute best? Like the the little grin, like as he, yeah, white unicorn, right? <laughs> He's like, I look back to see Mother Summer arch a brow. Winter's head shifted, and I could see the gleam of light on yellow teeth. Her voice rasped. Unicorn. <laughs> he's like, and I love this again. He's like, freaking weirdo, very bitty. You know, but he's like, it almost like she took pleasure in giving me that answer. <laughs> oh, shit. Whack. Lights out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, always, always. And the subtle scent of Elaine's perfume. Right. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Grum. So. Smacks some less than sense into him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He figures it out. Wait, wait. And just as he's trying to bring up to cut through all the veils and the bullshit. Right. Mm, sorry, too late. I'm going to say, for how many times he loses consciousness from, from these blows, like, he's got to have so much brain damage. <laughs> like, right? It's not just like, if you're if you're knocked out for any period of time that's longer than, like, a, like 30 seconds, you have brain damage. You have a concussion. Done. You you. This has been jostled around too much that the, the point that you yeah. this is bad my co-workers are obsessed with fantasy football it's all we have to f- all we ever freaking talk about like i don't know whatever the fuck it is like monday wednesday and friday it is non-stop fantasy football so every week our co-workers are passing around like hits that the guys got and watching some of these footballers like i'm sorry there's something wrong with them at this point like like you see them get a hit and then you're walking them like watching them walk off the stage you're like this is them the next day and you're watching them like the very next day after they got this horrible blow on the field and you're like that person's not okay. Yeah, they should no. not have been allowed back on the field. Like they No, and that's why like, there's so much stuff now with kids' sports. And they're like, yo, concussions are a thing, people. Seriously, though, it's yeah. insane, this though. Like, not... it takes one hit, and you are done. Like, Yeah. Well, like he's saying, you look at wrestlers that go and insane like and that. shit like that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, like, exactly right. You know? Well, I mean, as we'll see in future books, wizards get the tiniest bit of healing. <laughs> the slowest of the slow, but faster than human range. Thank God, because, like... <laughs> Yeah, Harry well, should be like... Or this boy needs it. Yeah, really, though. Like, he's not okay. But it's, again, you know, the fairies keep coming along and kissing him on the forehead and making all his yeah. movies go. <laughs> so, you know, but you know what's funny, like, though? Is that, like, let's, let's relieve that pressure in your brain, okay? Yeah. You ever just... watch a show like Bones or, you, like, you, like, watch, like, um, crime scene investigation, things <laughs> like that, and they're always, like, examining the bones or, like, a lot of, like... um. The History Channel has a lot of, like, we go back in time and, like, we, like, look at these bones and we, like, figure out their story, right? And they're always, like, just looking at this, we could tell, like, they, like, had scoliosis or they had, like, this or they died from that or they, like, yeah. would have been hunched their whole life based. Like, it's, like, yeah, like, I imagine, like, what's going to someone going to eventually, like, they turn Harry's skull into another home for Bonnie and then <laughs> eventually Harry's skull becomes another Bob. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, what the fuck happened to this thing? It's been broken 37 times, magically <laughs> healed, broken again. Like, this one spot has been This is the craziest scar that's ooh, now I want like, like a wizard archaeologist. You can yeah. tell that it's been magically mended. <laughs> I'm just like the same one, like your cranium has been busted four thousand times. Like yeah, that. It's unreal. Like... And we've said it before, like like it says in the books, like you use languages you don't know for your spells because after a while it decays. You try to keep things that don't have a lot of meaning to your psyche so it doesn't ruin you and blah blah yeah. blah, right? And it's like Harry sees a lot more battle and a lot more magic than most wizards do because most yeah. of them are just writing their notes and living their lives, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like 
the amount of head busting that Harry does, like they didn't need an archaeologist before this, but now just for Harry. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. This is a museum of just Harry's body because oh. it got destroyed in life. <laughs> right? Like, no kidding. Are you a vampire, a unicorn, a wizard, a mermaid, a kraken, a, a, a ghoul, a troll, like whatever you are, you Dress, gotta... Dresden gets his own category. Now. Yeah, like you've destroyed Harry's body in some way. Like all the monsters can come to the museum and be like, this is what my ancestors destroyed. This is That's what my, my ancestors... Yeah, like, my great-great-grandfather broke that finger. My great-great-nephew <laughs> broke that cranium. Like, <laughs> repeatedly. That's hilarious. In the same year. Yeah. No shit, hey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Boom. Bye-bye. Bottom Good night, bottom Harry. For our Patreon subscribers looking for something fun to do this Monday, October 31st, we will be streaming classic scary movies all evening. Starting from 6pm MST, join us for Frankenstein, Dracula, and The Mummy. More details on our Patreon and Discord. Happy Halloween. And happy birthday, Harry. And Jim Butcher. This concludes our episode 9.18, What Unicorn? Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing. Please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk.